Hello and welcome to the Albion Social um, with me, Alf, from Twitter, I guess. Um, I'm here again with my new co-host, Ricky. How are you, mate? All good, how are you? All good, man. All good. All the better for a win over Blues. Um, yeah, so let's get straight into it, man. Uh, how do you feel coming away from that absolute wonderful game? Yeah, really exciting. <laughs> um, yeah, just thought good, good to get the win, but yeah. you'd like to think that we'll play better in the future. Yeah, definitely. Hope so. <laughs> Hope so. Uh, it felt like a win. It was a win that needed to happen. Then that's all that really matters, isn't it? Uh, yeah. Well, same for the game. You know, with all the context with it, obviously we lost last week. We keep losing to Blues. If we lost to Blues. On Saturday, it would have been the fifth in a row yeah. that we'd have lost the Blues. So it was a a rot that needed stopping, would it? And yeah. um, we got it over the line. That's all we needed to do. Right? Yeah, it was nice. I think the players were up for it. Yeah, just from the start. I think Furlong put in a few tackles. Yeah, but obviously we've had it had it in recent years where players don't seem to really care. Obviously, we had Grant laughing. And that little tail apparently happened, and that mm. mental that I think that was only like two years ago. Yeah, but the players seem to properly care about the club now, yeah, which is always a positive. Yeah, they've probably got a bit of that from the Wolves game, haven't they? They've yeah, probably, some of them have probably kind of woke up and thought, Oh, these boys, you know, they love the club and that, and bloody blah, see what it means. And then you yeah. take that into the Blues game, and you've lost last week, and uh, obviously, you could tell how much it meant after the game. With uh, old Andy Warren, and <laughs> obviously he's, he he meant a lot to him for a few different reasons. But you saw Jed going over to the East End, yeah. and Moat was over there. Obviously, all the players were buzzing. Um, he also meant a lot to them to stop that rot, yeah. as well as much as it did to us. So it's a that's a big positive in it. I think everything else, <laughs> yeah, was a bit weird, man. Yeah, just, yeah, it wasn't it wasn't great. I think. I think the best way to describe it was just a stalemate, man. I just don't yeah. think there was much between us. Um, <clears throat> we've got we had fifty percent possession each, and literally point three point zero three between the xG. Yeah, we made five more accurate passes than them. Um, we missed two big chances apparently. Trevang. Oh, oh no, I don't know. I don't know. I was looking at that. I think BTA had one. I couldn't remember what. Oh, we had the Moat header. Yeah, the Moat header. Well. Yeah, that's a big That was chance. a sitter. Yeah. Yeah. I'm surprised that's not more XG, to be fair. Let's not get into that, the, the XG stuff. Probably <laughs> get people turning off right now. Um, so, yeah, I feel like it was just a stalemate. I don't think either team looked great. Um, you, we edged it. I think we did edge yeah. it chance-wise. Obviously, that Moat one. If he was like probably an inch taller, yeah. he directs that. But he's got a, he's got to jump quite high in it. I can't remember the Thomas Sandy one, if I'm honest. But no, I can't. I don't. I'm not sure. But yeah, I feel like we did probably edge it. Um, they had a big chance as well. I'm not sure what that would have been. I don't know if they'd have counted the one that hit the post. But yeah, I think there was one. There was a corner and Palmer dropped it. They had a shot. It was an open goal and it was blocked on the line. Oh, okay. I think. That'd be it then. Um, 
So, yeah, it's just, yeah, neither team. It's a weird one because I don't feel like neither team, either team played bad. No. That's what I mean. I think it was just a literal style, mate. Yeah, both limiting each other. Yeah. So, I think we could just be happy to come away with a win. Yeah. Um, and I think, you know, you, I think, like I say, it was a style, mate. And there was nothing really between us. Like I say, I think we probably edged it. But then that's the beauty of having attacking players to bring on it. Yeah. Because. There's a change. Yeah. Wyman, Marshall and Johnston all brought a bit of something, didn't they? Yeah. I really like the look of Johnston. Yeah. Well, obviously, Celtic fans that had been commenting, glad to get rid of him. But to yeah. me, he looks like a really talented player. And obviously, I think the complaints with him have always been application and work rate. Mm. And when, you, when you've been sent out on loan, I think I'm assuming this is Boyle Club. They said yeah. you're not you're not good enough to start for us. You're not good enough to be in the squad. I think he'll be here with a point to prove. Yeah, bit of fire in the belly. Yeah, you could tell he looked like he had a bit of fire in the belly. Anyway, he was getting on stuff on he and he was running at players. He was ending up. I think he was he was playing on the left wing when he. I think was he? I, I think he came out on he came on the right. I think, yeah. Because who who did we bring on? Who's left footed? We went to a front two. I think. At one point, <clears throat> or, wait. Okay, like no, he played as a ten. He played as a ten, and then yeah. we had someone on the right. Because it felt like I kept seeing him go like across the middle channel. Yeah, you know what I mean. And he was like running at players, obviously for the goal. He ended up on that right side. It felt like he came from that left pocket quite a lot. Yeah, yeah. Over to the right, he's clearly got a lot of uh, energy. Which I mean, like you say, a lot of the criticism was about application and stuff but um out of the three of them it felt like johnston had real energy about him do you know what i mean yeah a lot of uh a lot to give so i wouldn't i don't know maybe Celtic fans are an odd bunch so <laughs> um they are an odd bunch so maybe we maybe we've got a you know got a good sign in there do you know what i mean yeah Sometimes you just need to change the scenery, don't you, as a player? Yeah, yeah definitely. Uh, what did you think about Marshall? I think he's really raw. Yeah. But I think he had... he had How long was he on for? 20, 25 minutes? That's 20, yeah. And I think in that, he had four or five really good moments. Yeah. And I think in his first... I know he's played, I know he's played in professional football at Linfield for a little bit and had a 10-minute spell against Bristol in the cup, but that doesn't really count. So he had four or five really good moments in what is his proper professional debut, if you get what mm. I mean. Yeah. Yeah, and I think he did well. My my main problem with him from that is he looked, he looked a second behind when he was pressing. Mm. So he was doing a lot of running, but it wasn't really going anywhere. Yeah. But then that's something you learn with age. So. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think you got to remember he's 19, man. Yeah. Like, I think because of how the big players in the world, like, you know, Mbappe, Bellingham, they all come through at, like, 17, yeah, yeah. 19. I think people forget that, like, 19, 20-year-olds are extremely young. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, he's, he's only starting out in football. Um, I just thought when he, come, when he, when he first came on, obviously, he went up front, didn't he? And I thought he just didn't look suited to being up front on his own at all. Not in 
because he, he kept coming to feet and he kind of kept losing it. And I just thought maybe he'd do better a bit further back. And I think he did. Yeah. When um, I think it would have been, it must have been Wyman that went up front. I don't know. I think we went to, we went to a front two, didn't we? Because yeah. DK came on and Marshall yeah. was the one dropping off. Marshall dropped off a bit and it looked to me like he's, he's got a bit of a, not a creative eye, but he seems like he'd be better as a second striker because clearly he's got the instinct, the goal scoring instinct. He wouldn't score 16 goals no. in 14 games without it. So it feels like, yeah, like a lone striker, where, like the role BTA plays. Yeah. I just don't think, like for us now, like don't get me wrong, in the future, he probably can develop it, but yeah. where is it coming in? The thing is, when you're playing out of youth football, you can sort of push your limitations as a player. So you don't really get to find out in the professional game what you're good at and what you're not good at straight away. So you come in super deep, trying to take the ball into feet almost like a false nine. But he's not really agile yeah. to get out of those like sort of tight spaces. So I think maybe in if he's playing as a lone nine, he needs to be that one who's stretching the defence, making yeah. runs. Because he made a few good runs into the channel, to be fair. Yeah. So yeah, I think it's, but yeah, I do think it was a promising uh, run out. Obviously, he got the, the the pre assist. Yeah, if we want to call it that. Um, and it was a you know it's not the hardest ball in the world, but it's, it takes something to to pick it out and play it well weighted. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I thought yeah again like lively energy, bit of quality. And I do think he, he he'll be a good player. Um, hopefully for us. Yeah. Obviously, there's a, there's the possibility that maybe the loans come too soon. Do you know what I mean? Like because he's like I say he's 19, but hopefully he can um, bring something off the bench like he did against Blues more like yeah. often enough. Um, and then old Andy Wyman, yeah. obviously bringing the poacher's instinct, which was nice to see. Yeah, because. We don't have that in the squad, really. But yeah. it was, he's ran to the front post, which none of our strikers seem to ever do, and then he's actually finished it. Yeah. I, I couldn't tell you the last time we've seen that. I think it was before DK got injured. Yeah. That's, it's what we needed. It's what we needed. Um, I don't really feel like he's the player to be doing that on a, you know, gamely basis. Yeah. But he's clearly a player that can do it. Do you know what I mean? And it's great to have that in the ranks. Jesus. Um, obviously, like we said last week, he's he's got great energy, yeah. and he's a direct runner. Now, obviously, I think again, again, like against Norwich, he kind of came on and played a few different positions, and you're like, yeah, you know, where where do we want this fella to go? But I'm quite hopeful about Wyman's impact with us. Yeah, I liked earlier. I liked him in the end. I know that it was a bit narrower. But I actually like that because we we managed. We always seem to struggle with actually getting bodies into the box. Yeah. And for that goal, we'd have had at least three. And a lot of that comes from him playing that narrow role because he yeah. can make the run. Yeah, it's interesting. Obviously, that has always been an issue since since we had Val. Really, I don't know if you know if Bruce helped it out or what. <laughs> Switched off a bit. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But. I remember in the Val with that three four three, there was no one in the box ever. Yeah, yeah. Because you just the formation didn't allow it. 
Um, and then um, Bruce was five at the back as well, wasn't he, I think? Yeah. And then, yeah, it feels like a, a recurring theme on, then under Carlos. It feels like we always struggle to get players yeah. in the box. And like you say, I think Wyman's a, a player that will want to get into the box as well. Yeah. Um, score goals. Yeah. A bit of hunger about him. Uh, especially, like, like I said last week, I think I like him after left, man. Yeah. And like you say, if you, you put him in that narrow, narrow, uh, narrower role, he can uh, he can make an impact. Yeah, he really can. And obviously, we was talking about impact with Swift last week, and that's what you're looking for. And that's what I liked. We had three players that came on and made an impact. Uh, yeah. As well, I thought Chalibur came on and played well. Um, it was a change. Yeah. Obviously, bringing Kipre off and Yukushlu back into the back line. Yeah. Oh, I didn't like that. No. Because um, I said I've said before, I know about tacklers in the squad, and I think we were probably the worst team, the worst team when um we made the subs to play Chalabar and Moat as a midfield too, because we never looked like winning the ball back. Yeah. But it's like we, and we've done it a few times under Carlos in that last ten minutes of a game, we choose. We're going to throw everything at it and we'll either win or lose. Before, I don't think we've had the quality to win. But with the signings we've made in January, that looks to have changed. Yeah. Yeah. I I thought Blues really should have scored once once those subs were made. Because we just had, we seem to have no way of winning the ball back. Yeah. But I think there, I think we've probably benefited a little there from new manager trying to get his points across. Do you know what I mean? Whereas probably, probably you know, a fully a, a Mowbray team in full flow punishes that, don't they? Yeah, I think Most if we do that against Ipswich, we'll concede. Yeah, which is a uh, it's annoying because obviously we said it about with our last our last episode was before the transfer deadline, wasn't it? And talking about tacklers and Chalabar. Obviously, Carlos wanted to get one in, didn't he? Yeah. So it's a shame, but because I mean, I think Chalabar does. In general, a half decent job. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But he's not. He's probably not fit for purpose. In what? It's probably just because you've got your Kushlu there. Yeah. Like, I think we was talking about it last week when he's. Yeah, yeah. Because he's so good, it makes Chalaber look worse. Yeah, I think that Chalaber is a good player to have in a squad. I just don't think as as a direct backup for Yukuslu. I think they both offer completely different things. Yeah. Yeah, it's tough, isn't it? Um, So, but we're looking in the... Carlos said he's looking for free agents for that, isn't it? Yeah. There's a a couple of names. I mean, you got Jan and Villa. (laughs) Um, I existed. Matty Longstaff. (laughs) That'd be... That'd be sweet, wouldn't it? Yeah. (laughs) I've taken Villa. It's anything yeah. like he was at Sunderland. Exactly. But I mean, I think you say about the tackler thing, you could get, like, Envia to me would is that mould. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Where it would fill a gap. Yeah, I, mean, I don't think we need the best player in the world. I just think we need someone who can make a tackle while their position knows how to defend and is stable on the ball. Yeah. yeah. I think that's all we need, really. Then we'll so, have a complete squad. Yeah. I am interested to see what we do with that. Obviously, there's never much 
in the way of like chatter about free agent signings, is there? Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, getting Fabrizio Romano talking about or sort of thing. <laughs> so it usually just comes out of the blue, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah. So we'll see how that goes. It's, it'd be good to add that tackler, I think, like, like you say. It's what we're after, man. Um, yeah. And to be fair, like you say, I feel like it is quite a complete squad. Which I mean, is nice. We've got how many? I was speaking to my mate about this. How many attackers have we actually got now? When everyone's yeah. back from injury, it's like eight or nine. Yeah, I know. That's what I was saying about us signing Johnston. It always felt weird to me, man, because you map it out. Obviously, Carlos plays four attackers, don't he? Yeah. Pretty much, regardless of formation. So you got four on the pitch. Then you've probably got you've got seven subs, haven't we? Yeah. So one goalkeeper, Pippa, centre back, Chalaba. So you've got three attackers on the bench. Yeah. So that's seven. And we've got nine, I think. So two miss out. Yeah. I think it's a clever clever way to build the squad because obviously Manumbi's out for the season. So that's a, that's a player who's never going to play. Phillips is out for a while. So you can take that attacker out because he, he won't play again this season, will he? He never really does once he's out. Yeah. Who's the other attackers? Imagine. Madge is injured as well for a while, so until at least March, April, we don't have to worry about that. Yeah, no, nah, yeah, I mean, it's a good thing to have. Yeah. And obviously, like, I want to sit here and say we shouldn't have got Johnston, we should have got a midfielder, but clearly Carlos wanted both, do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it wasn't like either or. Yeah. Um, so... For him to come out and say that he wants a free agent midfielder, I'd imagine yeah. there's something lined up. Because otherwise you yeah. wouldn't say it, would you? Yeah, it's got to be. Probably training with us, isn't it? Do you know what yeah, Usually probably. the case, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I'm sure that'll come out soon enough. Um, so, yeah, it, it did just baffle me. and It does make me wonder who misses out. Because if I'm honest, I think you break down the attackers. Obviously, you you take the two strikers out of it essentially because you'll have one up front and one on the bench. Yeah, BTA and DK, um, and then you've got you've got what three, four, five spaces for Swift, Wallace, Marshall, Johnston, Fellows, uh, and Wyman. Yeah, and someone else, Grady. Yeah, and as well with that, so with Marshall. Marshall will have to be on the bench. It's just how football works. You can't loan in a 19-year-old and not put him in the squad. Because then we won't be able to get a loan off West Ham ever. Because they just won't send them to us. So with the young players, you sort of have to play him. Johnston will probably have to be on the bench because we'd have told him that he's going to play. So that leaves... You've got Grady. Wallace Wallace is captain. Yeah, so Wallace will be in the squad. Swift will be in the squad. Because he just will. So... I'm a bit worried now that Fellows comes back down the pecking order yeah. again. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and if that is the cost of bringing in the players for the extra like security of the squad in case of injuries, I honestly don't think it's worth it. No, it's not. That is, that's our asset as a club right now is Tom Fellows. If we're going to make any money. Yeah, it's from him. Yeah. That's what, that's what I'm worried about, do you know what I mean? And obviously, like, you know, We've said, I really like Johnston when he come on. I heard bad things about him off Celtic fans. Uh, but 
I really liked him when he came on. He looked so energetic and stuff. Marshall looks like he's, there's a player in there. Yeah. Um, and Wyman can add, definitely have an impact on our season. But it's yeah. like, it, there's got to be a plan in place. Do you know what I mean? The, yeah, the, he's obviously thought about this. But, but then, you know, one of them will get injured, won't they? Standard. Yeah. Um, obviously, it's, it, it'll be interesting to see how it happens because obviously we're only missing Grady now from that uh, selection, I think. So Grady will come back for hopefully for Cardiff. We'll yeah. see how they line up. And then obviously you've got, again, what if Grady starts missing out and then obviously Grady was so impactful yeah. before I, he left. I do think he is the one that misses out as well. Because I don't think... I, I love Dean Garner. Like, yeah, it's, it's a thing on Twitter. People moan at me all the time. But um, I think compared to Fellows, he loses out. Swift plays a different position. Wallace plays a different position and is captain. Marshall and Johnson will have to be in the squad. Yeah. So, yeah, I do, I do think he is the one that misses out. But great. it's frustrating because if that happens, it's like... Grady, you know, he went all the way down in confidence, blah de blah, comes back up a bit under Bruce, goes back down, and now he's finally found his place, and then it's like, nah. Yeah. And like again, is is that worth it for fucking oh, wait. for Johnston? Wait. What? I think because I think you get nine subs in the championship. No. <laughs> One, two, three, four. Well, Preston had ten against Ipswich. Ten. Preston had 10 subs against it, Switch. Unless I'm being an idiot. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7. Yeah, Preston oh. had 10, 10 subs. Well, we had 9. <laughs> yeah, so... Well, yeah, you can you can make 5 subs. Yeah. What am I thinking about? <laughs> I thought you could make 5 subs with 7 on the bench. Yeah, so did I. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Because I always I kept getting it mixed up. Could you have nine but make three, or you yeah. could make five That's but tough. have seven? Because it's they're both stupid. Yeah, I'm sure that was a thing at the start of the season. Yeah, I think it was. I think it was last season. Yeah, it must have changed. All right, then. Well, yeah. that looks like at this point. <laughs> it's quite quite <laughs> I've gone half a season and not noticed we've got nine players on the bench. <laughs> well, I was complete. I've been under the impression for about a week. Do you know what I mean? Worrying about that, what we so, just spoke about. So, yeah, we were all right. <laughs> we should have got one more in. You know I mean? <laughs> Jesus. Um, God. Well. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, I yeah. what was we talking about, man? Oh, yeah, we were talking about that. But it, it don't matter now. Do you know what I mean? That's, yeah. that's great. That is great. So, look forward to Grady coming back and... We'll have we'll have some options, won't we're we? Gonna do, we're gonna do the Ismail, and we're gonna swap the entire attack on sixty minutes. Yeah, it's gonna be great. It's gonna be amazing. <laughs> Real throwback. Yeah. Uh, I thought just a word on Blues. I thought they looked obviously better than they were. <laughs> yeah. Um, you can tell Mowbray's, you know, teachings are coming through, but I still yeah. think they're a bit off it, now, man. Yeah, I think. Mowbray's coming and he's been sensible with yeah. them. Rooney was trying to get him to press all over the pitch. 
with players. You look at like your likes of Bakuna. He's not, yeah. never has been that type of player. I thought Bakuna was playing right back when he came on. <laughs> but yeah. That's when, about his place. Yeah, they're being more sensible yeah. in a block instead of yeah. trying to be stupid. Yeah. And, yeah. Well, they'll stay up, won't they? Yeah. I think that's all they can really expect when you give away, or when you win one in like 19. Yeah. I mean, yeah, the the weird thing is for them, they all they need is a good little two two win run. They'll be mid table again. But on you know, the flip side of it, they've lost this weekend. Huddersfield and QPR won, didn't they, I think? Yeah, Hud- Huddersfield um, won 4-0. But that was against Sheffield. Yeah. So tapping. Um, so they're they're only four points off QPR now. Four points in front of QPR. I think QPR will stay up as well. They've got a good manager. Um, who is their manager? Sif Wentes. That is meant to be decent. Where's he? They got him some Swedish team. Swedish team. I did not know that even happened. You know, that happened months ago. They've been they've been decent since. They had loads of injuries as well. But now, yeah. now the defenders are back. I think they'll stay up. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. No, we don't have to talk about QPR. Yeah. <laughs> uh, weird one, though. But, yeah, I think... Yeah. I think Blues can expect to not be knocking about 12. I think last week we said that 7th to 12th range, but I don't know if he's got the time frame. Nah. Do you know what I mean? He's got the... Marlborough's got the ability, and I think they've got the squad. I just don't think he's going to have the turnaround. Yeah. To be honest, so... I'm yeah. okay. Um, but yeah, it's, it's just, it was such a relief to win, I thought. Yeah. Um, I've said to a few people, like people talk about our derbies and our rivalries. And obviously for a, a lot of years, us and Blues has been a bit of like a friendly rivalry, I suppose. Yeah. But then you keep playing them, you keep losing to them. You just start hating them, yeah. I think. And now I was thinking after the game, like, Next time we play Blues, I'm I'm not going to get half as much because we beat them now. Yeah, it's like Stoke. Do you know what I mean? When yeah. we used to lose to them, so glad to get that out of the way, um, and hopefully it just sets us back on track. I mean, I don't think we came off track very much, but nah. Um, the big one is, and I think it's going to be till the end of the season. Fair enough, win at home. We have to go and win away. Yeah. Which brings us on to our next opponent. Uh, another half-time kickoff on Saturday. It's fun. Uh, yeah, Ipswich Town. They are Ipswich Town, isn't they? I think so. Yes, they are. So, Ipswich. Let's address the elephant in the room for any Ipswich listeners. You've been crap recently. <laughs> What's that all about? I mean, it's one like, yeah, one winning. Nine. Nine. Saw earlier in the league. Yeah, lost a Maidstone in the cup. Yeah, it's not looking good, and their only win come against Mick Beale Sunderland. Yeah, um, and Mick Beale is like the biggest idiot in the championship. So, <laughs> what's happened with them, man? I'm just checking now to see if they've got any injuries. If there's anything like that. No, the only injury they've had is Hurst. Yeah. Um, 
I guess for a bit, because obviously that left him with Caden Jackson up front, and yeah, with all respect, he's never. I don't think he's ever been championship level, has he? No. So, yeah, Hurst, Hurst is obviously a decent championship striker, and just sometimes having that bit of quality helps. Yeah. Obviously, they subbed on Kiefer Moore at half time and scored twice. Yeah. And their problem has been scoring goals. You look, 1-1 one, one with Leicester. That's a decent result. 2-1 two, yeah. two, against Sunderland. 0-0 versus Stoke. 0-0 versus QPR. 1-1 one, one Leicester. 4-0 against Leeds. They lost. And then 2-2 two, two with Norwich. Hmm. So they haven't scored many goals, have they? No. Since that Norwich game. Before that, there was doing... It was... Only us could beat them, apparently. Um... I don't know how to feel about this game because obviously I think if this wasn't, if I looked at that track record and it was Bristol City or something, yeah, I'd be like, yeah, okay, we should probably win this game. But obviously Ipswich, I think they've shown they're a good team. Yeah, McKenna's shown he's a good manager. Um, I think was they better? I think they was better at home, weren't they, in the start of the season? Oh. I couldn't tell you. It seems to be. Felt like they was a bit better. Uh, so it's it's going to be tough, I think, regardless. Because they are a good team. Yeah. They're a good team who are underperforming at the moment. Yeah. But there's no doubt. Kiefer Moore's the big one, any really. Yeah. That's, he comes down as probably... Well, I can't really think of championship strikers anymore. Just any many good ones no. but um he is the player who's probably a lower half premier league player playing in a team that creates a lot of chances yeah yeah that's is the game changer i think because he is a quality i've always quite liked Kiefer Moore. i don't think he's 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 probably a prolific goal scorer in the championship isn't he yeah because he's got enough about him i think he's a decent finisher he's obviously a big fella yeah good in the air so, like you say, you create the chances for him. I think he will get 20, 25 goals. Yeah. I think my big worry as well is against Norwich, and it didn't really get noticed because he didn't score, but Ashley Barnes bullied Bartley. Like in that game, I watched it back, and I think he had every single cross he had Bartley beat. Yeah. Kiefer Moore's a lot better than Ashley Barnes. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't yeah. know, that... that that specific duel worries me. Yeah, I think without like looking into it too deeply, I think when you got a player like Barnes, he's he's a bit more sneaky in it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where obviously, like he's he's like you say, he's nowhere near as good as Keith Moore in the air. So yeah. he's got to he's got to be a little bit, you know, dark artsy kind of thing. And I think right. Bartley probably does struggle a bit with that. Yeah. Whereas I feel like Bartley. Big man versus big man. Mm. That's probably where he's, yeah. he's a bit better. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas Kiefer Moore will be a more traditional big man. He ain't going to be doing no because he's like 6'5", nah. isn't he? Yeah. Whereas Barnes, he's a bit shorter. He's got the ability to kind of... He's always he's always done it, isn't he? Yeah. Um, obviously, Deutsch's main man. Um, he's always done them little, you know... Um, I don't know what you'd like, the dark arts in it, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I feel like that's always been what Bart because Bartley's so immobile, really. Yeah. 
if you can get around his feet, really. you've got him. You've got him sorted in you. But like I say, I feel like I know what you're saying. Yeah. But I feel like big man to big man. I always, I'll, I'll always back Bartley because I think he is. He's, yeah. he's. I think he's great in the air. I think as well. With with that, there's again key for more in the air. Obviously, Ipswich. What they do a lot is they build out the right. Switch to playing to Davis on the left is why he's got so many assists. Yeah. If the cross is going from the left and Moore's running running towards the back post for the cross, he's up against Townsend at the back post. And Townsend does get dunked on every time. Yeah. Yeah. See, that's something he's going to have to think about, isn't it? I mean, that is a worry, actually, that is, isn't it? Jesus. Well... Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think that is a real threat to us. Yeah. But I mean, like, we, it just it re- reiterates the point. Kiefer Moore, top quality player. And I think he can um, turn out their season because I always looked at their squad and thought they're such a cohesive unit, but they just need, if they had like a mental goal scorer, yeah. like Adam Armstrong or um, like Vardy. Yeah. They'd be like mental because of how good they are cohesively. But obviously, Hurst wasn't a massive goal scorer. But now it feels like Ipswich that's... fans all season have been saying they need someone to get onto crosses. Just all season, <laughs> and he's come on and scored two on his debut. I'm not sure if uh, they were headers, but I don't know. Just scary, man. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, yeah, it's at the very least. It's a real threat. It yeah. really is. I think, yeah, like I say, it just goes back. Quality player. Um, it feels like Dave, or Ipswich have clearly identified a need and plugged it man- magnificently. Jesus You're Christ. joking. Yeah, so his, his first goal against Preston, clipped ball to the back post from the left. Okay. He's just absolutely, he's, he's up against two centre-backs. And he's beaten both in the air. And then if I can find a yep, second one's a header too, I think. No. Second one's a tap in after he wins a header and the keeper parries it back out. <sighs> well it so, was a, it was fun while it lasted, it was, mate. It, it was oh, a, yeah. it was it was a fun promotion charge. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, nah, no, nah, I think all you can say about that is I think, you know, we've, at the end of the day, one thing I'll always take into account going into these games, um, we've beat Ipswich already, yeah. mind. We've beat Leeds, um, should have beat Saints, I thought. Yeah. Should have, could have beat Leicester and should have definitely drew to Leicester. Yeah. Um, done well against Wolves. Uh, is that it? I think that's all the all the big games so far. Beat Leeds, um, didn't they? Did you say that? Yeah, one? beat Leeds. Yeah, beat Leeds. So we used to coming up against Premier League. Yeah. Because I mean, I I said uh, to some lads over the weekend because uh, we were talking about the Premier League and the the three relegation teams looking like it's going to be the same three who went up. Yeah. I very I very much think um, that the three teams who went down are still Premier League teams. Yeah. Um, but even based on what they've brought in 
this season, which is just insane and part of why the championship. I'm not sure if Leicester got him, but Leicester were looking at Sensi from yeah, Inter Milan. They didn't manage to get him, I don't know. But that, it just. Yeah. Like, you can't compete with that. I mean, yeah. it's, it's never going to change because the Premier League's like that. Yeah. But, like I say, I think uh, Leeds, Saints, and Leicester, three Premier League teams. Um, and I think we've played each of them once. Played Leeds, done them. Um, I think Saints and Leicester will have been happy coming away with what they did with. Obviously, in general, they won. Yeah. But you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. They'd have been relieved coming away from it. So, yeah, bring it on, man. Bring yeah. it on because... Best, uh, best teams in the league are always going to be able to work, yeah. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, obviously, it is a big threat. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I wonder how Carlos will try and remedy that because... Yeah. I think he's tough. I think he'll we'll switch to a five if we can. Not sure how like we'd with, actually how with, we'd actually go about that. Like an actual five, or yeah, like a, I think well, it'll be a five out of it. possession. Anyway, yeah, that's what I mean. And like, we'll spread that across to try and stop the crosses instead of trying yeah. to head them away. Right, yeah, that makes sense, doesn't it? That. Yeah, I mean, I think, like you say. If they're that's clearly their game plan, they're dragging the dragging the team over to the right. Yeah. And Leif Davis has his freedom. Obviously a good cross for the ball. Um we've just got to be mindful of Davis, haven't we? Um, yeah. more. As well. Yeah. 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 So you stop that, but like I say, that dragging across, you stop that getting over to Davis, it's yeah, know, it's curtains in it. So that, I think that's the big task. But, in, in the first game, they didn't create anything against us, really. No, no, they didn't. The so we've, got, we've got the ability to, to stop it. Yeah. We've got the best manager in the league at coming up with a plan for one match. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I'll always have faith in these games. Yeah. The only the only reason I think we're going to lose an away game is because it is away. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? That is literally the only reason. I'll never ever think that we can't beat a team in this league to be honest yeah um because i think we can yeah i think we've sh- we've shown we've shown it multiple times that we are yeah. we're, we're one of we're one of the top teams in the league really yeah it's uh i think it's, it's obviously a big test in it this yeah it'd be really nice getting that win because the table looks nice doesn't it um yeah. There's been a few decent results for us this weekend. Um, obviously, we've got a game in hand on all but Hull and yeah. Borough and Cardiff. Um, that obviously doesn't come into play till we play Plymouth. I think it's three weeks away or so. I don't know. I don't know. Um, so it'd be really nice to keep that going. And it's, it's you know, they're 11 points off us, but it is a six-pointer in essence. Yeah. Um, it'd be nice to gain three points on Ipswich. Yeah. As well, four points clear of seventh with a game in yeah. hand. Yeah, that's what I mean. The uh, the table's looking really cushy, man. Yeah. All we've got to do really is see it through well enough until we've got that game in hand, which is, like I say, against Plymouth. Yeah. Um, on the 20th, it's only two weeks away, tomorrow. Um, 
And we got two home games as well before then. Um, we, so we should beat Cardiff as well. They've been we sh- they've been awful be recently. Yeah, yeah. I'd like to say, see it through till then. Get that win against Plymouth in the game in hand, and the table looks absolutely amazing. Yeah, um, that's all it's got to be. One game at a time. Obviously, I'm looking to that Saints game. Obviously, I think Saints have probably been as good as Leicester since. I think Southampton has something like twenty-two games unbeaten. Yeah, so that's a mammoth task. But like I've said a few times, bring them to the Orphans. Let's see what we can do. Yeah, Southampton haven't lost a game since September. Yeah, so but we'll you know just win the two before it. Yeah. Then that one don't matter. And as well, it's I don't think it it switched on a similar run when we beat them and we yeah. dominated that game. Yeah, that was. Just looking back, that was one of the best in-person, like, tactical masterclasses yeah. I think I've ever seen. Because he got it. Carlos got it so right. Yeah. To, to make Ipswich, that Ipswich as well, look pretty bad, to be honest. And make us look so good against them. Yeah. Pure I tactical masterclass. I think I watched that game and like started writing a tactics piece and it looked straight away after yeah. I was just watching there was so much that he got it perfect yeah that's it was that and I think uh, Leeds yeah um, those two wins were just purely Carlos I think obviously look obviously the players play their part but uh, that one against Ipswich, 2-0 as well. I thought it was, I thought it was thinking it was 1-0. That was wonderful. And, I mean, we can do that again tomorrow and against Saints. Let's, yeah. You know, we'll be all right, man. But <laughs> um, it is right, man. It is right. We we have got the man for the, you know, the customised game plan. Um, and, yeah, I, honestly, I think we can go to Ipswich and beat them. And, like I say, the only thing that makes me think we won't is the fact that it's not at the Hawthorns, which is yeah. re- still really doomed, to be honest, because it's gone on too long. Obviously, we fought, we had a bit of a comeback up, didn't we, after yeah. Preston. We, we had gone a good run away from home, but now we need to get it back going, man. And it'd be a, it'd be a wonderful place to do it. It'd be a statement, wouldn't it? It was a big statement win, man. And it feels like it's set up for it as well. I don't know. It feels like a trend of Carlos's to go on a bit of a, you know, disappointing run. Obviously, lost to Norwich, lost to Wolves. Um, and then get a scrappy win. Yeah. And then kind of go on a run, get statement victories. Do you know what I mean? That feels like something that has happened before under Carlos. Yeah. We just need that swing in momentum, don't we? Yeah, we do. We're pretty good at keeping it going. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just can't let that early goal go against us. No. Then it's curtains. So, um, yeah, I think they're. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think I think we can beat them, man. Um, and move on. Um, actually, yeah. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, I think we can beat him, man. Yeah, same. We can beat him. Um, do, you reckon he'll, uh, do you reckon he'll make any uh, changes? 
based um, off the impact that was made. Yeah, I think just looking at the starting lineup from last game, if I can find it. <laughs> um. Yeah, I could see him starting with Johnston over Fellows because Fellows has played 83. I know he played 23 minutes against Wolves, but he's played 90, 90, 90, 23, 83. So he might think Fellows is in need of a bit of a rest and then bring him on. Mm. But he kept him on to pretty much the end of the game against, yeah. against Birmingham. But yeah, I think that's just somewhere I could see him making a sub. Again, maybe Marshall starting instead of Thomas Asante. You mm. could definitely do with a rest just because yeah. he's literally played. I think he's missed one game all season. Yeah. So he could do with a rest. But besides yeah. that, I don't think there's any need for anything, anything tactical. So, yeah. Yeah. We've got we've got our settled settled eleven, haven't we? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, like I've said, I'd like to see that Wallace up front thing again. Yeah. Um, whether that's the right thing to do against the opposition, I'm not sure. Do you know what I mean? Not my job to be sure. <laughs> so. But I would like to see it for, like, say, uh, one of the wingers coming in for Swift and then yeah. Wallace moving central. Yeah, I could see um, that. I think that could work against Ipswich. Yeah. Because um, the problem with Wallace is he obviously he's really energetic. He reminds me a bit of Sarmiento like this. Now, he's really energetic off the ball, but positionally he isn't great. And against Ipswich, we need to be perfect positionally. Mm. So if you move him into that central role, that doesn't really matter as much and he can just sort of chase the ball, yeah. put pressure on him. And then obviously he's the direct runner out of possession. He finds good positions. I think yeah. that could really work well when we're playing on the counter. Mm. Well, yeah, that's what I was thinking about, mate. Um, but yeah, no, that's it's something that I'd like to see generally. Um, and I think, yeah, getting that energy on the wings. I think it benefits both parties, you know what I mean? With Wallace moving inside, I, I like him there. I think he makes them, he, his pressing runs are good. And like you say, he's direct runner. Yeah. Um, and he's energetic. And I think, like you say, that probably applies more centrally because he can be energetic just running yeah. and pressing rather than energetic, but in the wrong position and you, you've lost your winger. Yeah. Uh, you fall back or whatever. Um. But yeah, I feel like, like you say, it's a settled 11. Um, and I don't feel like there's any need to rush in. Um, it's good that the players, the new boys, have made an impact off the bench. Yeah. So they'll get their time to start, no doubt about it. But maybe just keep it the same. Try and look for that impact again. Uh, and go from there, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because I don't think it's the right game to bring in, say, Marshall. No. Because obviously I was just speaking about the out-of-possession stuff. And earlier I said he seems just a second late. And that was against Blues. Ipswich play a bit faster. They're smarter with the yeah. ball. You don't want to... You never want to have one player out of possession really like sort of letting you down. I think he, I do think he will be good for us. Just off... Yeah. I do. But I think in the games... You know, he's only been working under Carlos for, what would it be? Yeah, like, 12, so, yeah 12 days by, yeah. by the game. 
So I think for that game, you you use your players that know the system without the ball and you can rely on to be in the right places. Yeah. Yeah, I'd agree. I would agree. So, I'd like, yeah, I, I don't think it changes much, yeah. if I'm honest. Uh, but like you say, he's the man for the uh, individual game plan, isn't he? Yeah. And um, if he sees a player fit for the game plan, he'll put him in. No doubt about it. So, yeah. as always, trusting Carlos, the main fella. So, yeah, man, uh, I'll wrap it up there, mate. Yeah. Uh, obviously, we'll, um, yeah, we'll have a chat about Cardiff next week. Yeah. Uh, and, of course, Saints. So, we'll have a bit of a bumper episode next week yeah um but yeah thanks for joining me mate it's all right thank you and um i'll talk to you next week yeah see you later see ya